Broadcasting from Edinburgh, Scotland, across the globe. You're listening to Hattrick and Ramsey Unleashed, the People's Podcast. Here to rock the podcast world. Could this be the end of the BBC? Is um, it finally had enough? I've just you know, and it is. Too, you know, I'm, you glad, get I'm, glad, I'm going to hang on a second. I just uh, see amazing because you. Distra- I'm just so distracted. I got distracted by a man you all coming in. And I didn't hit. The, I didn't. Hit, right. I might, the mics weren't on, so that might. I've just put the microphone on, so it might help me going live now. Actually, so if you haven't heard the last two minutes, because I, I had, somebody came. <laughs> tell you, it's, it's all fun and games here. It's great. It's like, oh, good grief! It's always something, isn't it? It's always some. I've just put the microphone. It's what on. you call. Silent radio. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, well, it helps if I put the microphone on. I mean, last time I didn't record the show, I just realised, hmm, I'm talking away. Before we get into the nitty-gritty, let's put the microphone on. Always helps. There we go. That would help. Okay. It's all good fun. It's all part of the technology. I mean, it's just, we need to, it's all part of the fun and games of just trying to... It's definitely recording, no, that's the main thing. It's definitely recording, right, okay. Basically, gender pay gap, we were just a brush... For those who maybe just missed us there and what we're talking about, we welcome into the studio on the Hatchigan Rams Unleashed podcast show is Comfort. Hi, hi, hey. hi, everyone. And welcome. This Comfort is a show. Tell us about your show briefly. Oh, well, um, Lifeline with Comfort is um, a program that is designed to uh, equip, empower, inspire, motivate uh, you to awake the giant within you. So there that's what I do. That's cool. So we yes. can, can give a GCB kind of empower Hugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hugh, you're going to get your butt kicked. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh's on the phone, by the way. You can hear oh, him. hi, Hugh. How are you? Hello there. Hi. I'm very well, thanks. Nice, <laughs> nice to hear you. Nice to hear your voice. So we were just discussing, since we were discussing the gender pay gap with the BBC because uh, obviously a lot of the guys were getting paid a fortune. And uh, everyone, all the women are getting paid pennies. Well, Victoria, Victoria Derbyshire gets paid like a packet of cheese and crisps and a Mars bar because she's not very good. Um, <laughs> what do you give that? <laughs> How am I supposed to reply to that? Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think about the gender pay gap as being a woman yourself? I mean, of, Well, think, it's, it's very interesting because the BBC well, puts on all this equality crap. And then in turn, when they find out, when they finally release the figures, they realise that they're incredibly biased. Um, and there was another thing saying that the people who get done for not paying their TV licence, it's something like 70% of them are old women. So it, it has a really kind of unfair and, and very biased effect on, on uh, you know, on, on the ones who, who struggle to even pay the, the, the TV licence. But there's been calls for it now to be disbanded uh, and just for, you know, so. to have proper... Yeah. Yeah, for proper free market television in effect, because at the end of the day, we're all having to pay for it. Uh-huh. And there's no doubt the quality of the programmes has gone downhill. Um, and why should they get away with it? Why should they, you know, why do they send us to prison if we don't pay the state fee? Uh-huh. You know, if we don't pay for a TV that many of us don't actually watch anymore. Yeah. Exactly. I, mean, I hardly ever watch telly these days. I'm so busy. I'm always online as it, instead. It's just, uh-huh. it's no point. It was, the, I mean, half the, it's easy it's access to watch things online instead these days. It's so much easier. Uh-huh. Netflix, uh-huh. Uh, Amazon Prime, lots of other ways. And it's, who watches, I mean, why pay a TV licence when it's just rubbish? There's nothing, mm-hmm. I mean, I hardly watch even Virgin Media these days and I've got that and that's the thing. So there's nothing really yeah. on, it's just uh, drivel. I can't remember, remember the last time I watched telly, like the um, regular telly. Well, because well, everything is right in my hand. Yeah, like exactly. I watch with my phone and all that, so... Um, yeah, I reckon. I reckon. But the gender pay gap should be well. I think I think it should be generally more equal, technically. 
mm-hmm. uh, because if they're doing the same job, why are you getting less money for somebody's getting more money when you're doing the same job? Sure. There's no difference, really. Well, I think in most places it is. This is the thing. You know, if you look at if you look at a newspaper or you go online and you look at a job that's that's advertised, you know, it doesn't say twenty thousand for a man and fifteen thousand exactly. for a woman. You know, so it so it has it has it has you know the, the the gap is definitely narrowed. But what is very interesting is that here's the BBC, which is supposed to be a you know a kind of state broadcasting corporation. Mm. Um, you know, that that always is talking about equality this, equality that. Um, and yet they they have got a massive gender gap, and also what they pay it's 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 public money that's paying for all these celebrities and all these you know kind of uh, presenters, and you have to think are they worth that? Are they really are we getting value? And I would say no. Uh, there are very few presenters I think on BBC are any good at all. Um, and I, I only if, I'm just trying to think if, if I, the one I like is Andrew Neil. He does the daily politics. Mm. Um, I think he's worth the money. I don't know what what they paid him in all fairness, but um, but there's very few that I think are worth the kind of money that they're being paid. And uh, they say that many of the people who present in the BBC, uh, it's only a minority that would actually get jobs in the private sector. Mm. Most of them, they wouldn't get a job anywhere else because they're not that good. What do you think? Hmm. Come on, as a woman, here's your voice, man. Yeah, you think, I I honestly think that um, it's... it's, um, it's wrong, and I agree with uh, Emily and Victoria on uh, signing the petition. I mean, why should there should if the discrimination is becoming very pronounced, and um, if it goes even to the workplace, it, it's really it's bad. If they send it to me, I'm going to sign. I don't know, and I'll get women to sign. Well, it's true. You, know? you should sign it because it's certainly it is a bit unfair at the end of the day. Yeah. We talk about gender equality, but there's a new thing that they're going to be. Uh, Banning uh, gender equality adverts. So, uh, oh, I mean, forbid. I mean, forbid if they were. Oh uh, yes, I heard about uh, that, didn't they? So the, you, uh, the advertising standards. Yes, you don't want to oh, be. Oh, it's going to be really annoying now. You don't want to be advertising soap powder for women with women, do you? <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, it means no longer you're going to have lots of really ugly women advertising cars. But before it was <laughs> really attractive ones. That's what made you buy the thing. You I know, know exactly. <laughs> now you're going to so. I mean, why would you? Uh, fairy liquids is going to be well. You don't know what sex is going to be now. It's going to be so, some, yeah. It's going to be some transgender with a wig and, and uh, saying communist on the I'm, front. You know, that's what I get. So I mean, advertising men's magazines won't be men. It'll be well, maybe something else or vice versa. I mean, car magazines, sport, uh, bars of soap. Is uh, I mean, how what are you going to get women advertising men's shower gel? There we go. Just to, <laughs> uh, gender equality. I'm going to men's shower gel. Mm, great. Well, I think the thing that they were they were trying to give some examples, and they were trying yeah. to say that if it's advertising like fairy liquids, not only you know if it was only a woman washing the dishes, they'd have to have like a man in the background doing something oh. else, or like like hoovering or something like that. But I mean, they've just it's just. They've, I mean, they've got better things to do. I mean, if, exactly. any, if anything needed to go, they, they, uh, there's there's how you can save a whole lot of public money is just scrap the ASA, the Advertising Standards um, Group. They can they're the first that they could be fired. I mean, we just don't need them. Exactly. Mm. I mean, just in case they offend all the all the people who just don't need. It's pointless. I mean, why would you? Why are we offending them? We're not offending them. We're just thinking uh, of any, It's funny. Say, Adverts are the funniest things when you go to the cinema. Or before you know, they actually some of them now. The ones that are funny are, are the ones that you remember, aren't they? The ones you actually yeah, might go and buy the product because they're funny and they make a difference, you know, or they're yeah. interesting. So you need to have the freedom to kind of let them go. Obviously, if it's really dodgy, then oh. it should be you know right. taken down. But I mean, as long as it's not 
really, really terrible, then I think they should have the right to put them on. It's, it's funny. They, they do, they can do, the thing is, they do far more across Europe. And yet, this is probably coming from a European law, but we, we, you know, we kind of give in at the first call and come up with this rubbish. Yes, that, I don't think um, it's uh, the main stake of the day. There are so many things to be addressed. This is not like, like you said, it's not the primary uh, issues. Why? Yeah, what, I mean, yeah. it, it, advertisement, the essence of an advert is to reach the audience. And if yeah. it's going to work with just one party and some funny characters in it, then why, you know, stress or threaten to take it down if it doesn't, you know, fulfill what they are saying? But it's, it's, it's okay. Good luck to them. I think it's just a PC gone mad again. The woman's got nothing better to do than soon Banning. I'm sure I I mean the thing is it is funny and it, I mean it has to be accurate I remember once watching yeah. a hilarious advert I think it was Swedish or something it was on one of these shows that you see you know like it's alright on the night or something or it's yeah, adverts remember, from I other remember, countries yeah, I, um, and there, I mean they go far further there was one about some poor chap it was it was a uh, it was it was and I don't mean to lower the tone at all um, but it was about a ta- it was about a, a tablet to help you so that you don't need to if you've got the runs it kind of helps you to harden up a bit, and then it had it had it showed you a picture of a, of people on a plane, and and the guy is eating his chicken vindaloo on the plane, and he's feeling a, he's feeling a bit ropey, and uh, and he's and he's burping away, and he's and and his and his stomach's starting to rumble, um, and then the steward comes over and gives him this stuff, whatever it is, it's not a Rennie or something, or whatever it is, it's some it's some it's some kind of product, you know, that it was to kind of stop you from from having to head to the bathroom. Mm. And that, and of course, that's what he had, and it, and it showed somebody else who'd also done eating the chicken vindaloo, running for the bathroom, you know, so on the plane, you know, and that was it, and the, the toilet you, being out of order after that. Thank him. So, you know, you know, so it was like, yeah. so you know, but they they can do a lot more, and they're funny, and it right. makes people laugh, and you just think, you know, it, it's up to you as whether you want to buy a product or not, isn't it? So yeah. as long as it's not being given to young people and at an age where they can't make good decisions, you know, whether where it's like propaganda, I mean, then fair enough. They're gonna have um, a, they're gonna have a gay couple washing washing the dishes in a fairy advert. That'll be fun. Not, mm. you know what? But that, that goes on to the point what happened recently. They had drag well, met, met drag queens reading kids uh, stories uh, in school. Yeah. It was in the news. Uh, I mean, what comfort you've got, kids? I mean, looking at you, if you your kids are at school mm-hmm. and you and you're at your school and you to reading somebody's invited in to read them a story mm-hmm. and they're. A, a man dressed in as drag in a woman what, with you, a beard you, that's like with a beard with, uh, with a, a beard dressed in a woman in stockings no, dressed in like some Disney character or whatever you'd probably go absolutely <laughs> off your you'd, go, yes. you'd be in there going hey man hasta la vista he's <laughs> taking them out they'd be going you're dead you touch my kids no <laughs> you'll go uh, you'll do it Ni- yeah. Nigerian assassin style you know what I mean you know, hey man I can take I you out you yeah. touch my kids it's, a, it's at that point when you start saying I think I'm going to help them to go to private school now. Exactly. <laughs> you homeschool them. I think you'll get to that point. You like homeschool them, get all the curriculum yeah. and just, right. you know, because you don't want, um, you know, them passing on something uh, nice. I, I mean, yeah. it's just seeing them and thought, oh, it's, it's, it's horrendous where it's going. It's, 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 I mean, well, all, they've, yeah, they've now said as well today, this was out in the news today as well, that uh, the government is following this new lineup. They're going to they're going to put it out to the people. You know, when they do a consensus thing, you know, when they consult or when they consult the people, and they know kind of what kind of people they're going to consult. Yeah. And um, but it's uh, always a very exclusive group of exactly the kind of people that they think will give them the answer they want. Exactly. Um, but it's uh, the, the, the now you'll be able to change your gender. And your birth and your gender on your birth certificate, without having to go to a doctor. 
No um, so in other words, there won't be any kind of there won't be any um, confirmation of, of kind of mental illness or wow. a particular kind of you know that goes with that. You'll you know because that's 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 too much. You know that that might that might annoy somebody yeah. or you know that, that could be you know sexist or whatever they would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so now you so you won't even need to go to a doctor. And you can basically write to your, as long as you whatever proof you need, um, you'll be able to change your gender on your birth certificate and everything else, just so that you feel good, you know? Oh. Go. I went and it's shocking. somewhere two weeks ago, and I saw this, uh, apparently when she, he was a woman, he mm-hmm. looked, he was a very beautiful woman. Why do I say he? Because <coughs> the, <laughs> the haircut was, was totally <laughs> a he, the, the the behavior was he, but then she had boobs. So I, the voice. I didn't, and the boy, you know, so the whole behavior, I didn't know whether to say, hey, mom, or <laughs> I didn't want to offend him or her, but I mean, it's getting very confusing and difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, we just pray for the next generation. Just, just, it, sounds like, it sounds like they've been to the to the fringe at the late scene, the lady boys. It's the lady boys of Bangkok. <laughs> there we go. Honestly. It's crazy. No. It's uh, shocking though. It is hard. It's shocking. There's, they're actually, well, it's a bit of a shame, but it's nothing. You go to the church and you go to there's a guy who, well, obviously transitioning into women. <laughs> I, had wow. to, I had to ask the, well, what's the name of the church? I had to ask this. So am I right in saying this is, uh, he was, is now becoming a she. Trying to be a she. Yeah, and I'm thinking, good grief. I said, well, I'd get a refund. I go get your money back, mate. No offence. Yeah. <laughs> i just stop it. Stop but it. It's horrendous, though, because, I mean, now they're trying to make what is clearly a mental illness. Even <laughs> people who want to think yes. that, they're in, that they're in the wrong body is not an everyday occurrence. Yeah. And what's scary is when they start saying to your children of seven and eight and above, Mm. That oh maybe because let's think about being a, a opposite sex. What's nah. it like if you're a boy and you're thinking about being a girl? And maybe if you if you like thinking like that, which they're kind of pushing you to think like, mm-hmm. then you know, oh maybe maybe that's what you are, <laughs> and just, maybe that's what you should be. Uh, and this is the kind of propaganda that, especially from the Scottish government, because yeah, the yeah. nationalists are terrible for this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, you know, I wouldn't trust them at all. Um, and what are your children going to experience? I mean, I'm quite concerned. I've got two young children, yeah. and I have to say, if I hear anything that's going to be like that, I'm taking them out of school, so uh, and that will be it. And I'll, I'll be the I'll second get... person. I will just take yeah, them. Gonna... I'll homeschool <laughs> them. It she's, doesn't, it doesn't... She's going to be getting the commando gear on with yeah. the black, the black war paint on, like the army, and yeah, exactly. looking like Arnold turning up at school in, a, in Arnold Schwarzenegger style, exactly. and saying. And, and instead of Arnie Schwartz saying, I've got a special set of skills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, called a very good, it's called a very good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but, but it's crazy. It's just crazy how the world's going. It's just absolutely nuts. Um, and it's all di- oh, di- I mean, it's in the... They just ram it down their throats. Yeah, we've got this and that and do... And it's like, really? What? We just don't, why are you ramming it down your throats? It's just press. or just do it constantly... Putting oh, it especially changing, forcing change. I was listening to to a really interesting podcast. Actually, it was a James Dellingpole podcast, mm. and it was done. It was actually it was gave you hope for the future because it was a chap who was who'd gone to Eton uh, uh, School, you know, the Eton private school, one of the top schools in the countries in the, in Britain, and uh, and basically he was saying that the, the research shows that when somebody transitions, if they've been a man and they want to be a woman, and so they've done the other, they've had all the operations and so on, so you think they'd now be quite happy 
that they've done everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the actual, um, the, the suicide rate is 40 times higher than the average. Wow. It's something like 40% of them can will you, commit suicide. Can you imagine? Yeah. Now, how can that be a success? How, how by encouraging that kind of, um, you know, uh, uh, way, way of life, and by, by making it easier for people to do so and supposedly taking away any stigma for doing it and so on. But, you know, th- th- to encourage a lifestyle that has a, a suicide rate that's 40 times higher than average, well, isn't that crazy? It's crazy. I, 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 let me just take us to a scripture, Mark 10. I know this is not a Bible, Bible <laughs> show, but like the scripture says, but at the beginning, God created um, male and female. Yeah, yeah so I, yeah. There's, there's a man that always says, uh, God created Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. You know, because yeah, yeah. they are perversing and polluting. In, like you said, to be very honest, if I hear that, that, um, oh, dress up, play, dress like a girl when you're a boy, I'll take my voice out. Like, well, half, of the, half of the churches, well, a lot of the churches is now accepting, I mean, gay ministers, gay, it's, it's uh, trans, transgender uh, preachers. Huh? I thought, Really? Uh, what part of the what the part don't you get? What part of the uh, do you read the Bible? Are you preaching? What are you preaching? Are you, exactly. The you preaching the. I mean, we used to joke. We used okay. to joke that it was you know communists in a dress. Well, but now it's, just, you know, this, this, it's it's not just the political side. It's now that the fact is that they're wearing a dress. You yeah. know, <laughs> they like, are. You know, yes, but and it's true. And it's crazy. And, yeah. and it's, well, I, there was a thing in the in the Huffington Post about uh, from Steve Chalk. I think he runs a church down and is it the oh, Oasis Trust or something in London? Oh, he, and he's been he's, he's now all pro gay marriage and everything else. Oh. And he was saying, you know, he, he had supposedly come out with some because they found some Greek uh, Greek pictures that were you know how many hundred year old or whatever over a thousand years old, and it shows all the dodgy things that went on during the Greek Empire and so on, the Roman Empire. He mm. seems to think that biblically now this is, this puts a very different stand on on the words, mm. and we can't just use our but, normal but he's, quotes to, to challenge people. He used to be he used to be all right, but now he's 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 kind of got because he's that kind of celeb kind of person. He was on the TV. He is. He's, he's mix, this kind of celebrity Christian. He's got mixed you up know, with your kind of he's got mixed up with the fruit uh, the Fruit Loops and the usual kind of crowd and think and we've just been swayed. Yeah. Just like we. I mean, uh, yeah, all the ones that think, you know, it's, I mean, it's... Well, the whole idea is that if somebody comes into, you know, if, if somebody's in a, in a gay relationship and they come into a church um, and they're, you know, I mean, we, we can't force change. Of course, they're not going to say, oh, you, you know, we're going to force that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, if they're serious and if we're serious about preaching the gospel <laughs> and if they're serious about growing as a Christian, then they're going to feel condemned, right? Because if <laughs> they're actually listening to God, the Lord's going to convict them because that's what happens. Yeah. It's, it's the same, sin is sin. And it's the same as saying like somebody who's, say, a, a persistent thief. If they're in a church and they keep stealing and they're going around and they don't change their ways, they're yeah. going to keep feeling utterly convicted if they're mm. serious about growing mm. in God. And in turn, they want to change. Exactly. And now there was a thing with the Church of England. They had their big, um, it was a big meeting, you know, when they all get together around the world and so on in different places. And there's a group in the Church of England that have actually helped um, people who have had homosexual attractions to, to put those attractions away. You know, to to become heterosexual again, and to 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 be able to you know basically help people get out of that, that kind of issue, mm-hmm. um, and and you know be able to marry you know heterosexually and, and do it as the word um, you know states, and in the Church of England's own kind of equality group that they formed, they have now basically fired this group and do not want to have talks with it, um, because they think oh it's so against it's horrible and you can't possibly uh, want to have a mission that does things like that and it's offensive to gays and lesbians, yet a lot of Christians similarly in the church who do have these feelings actually want that service. 
and now it's being completely outlawed. It was Richard Lucas a few weeks ago who also talked about that. Gonna, so it, it's shocking. And we're going to move on. Our next story is we're going to talk about, which is on Breitbart. And I'm going to get a convert's opinion on this. Yeah, she can. I know she's got her kids to take home, but don't worry about it. They're on holiday. It's cool. Um, that'll be fine. Freezer. Uh, don't worry. Um, it's cool. You can. Uh, what do you think? There's a on Breitbart. There's a story called. Uh, there's a book that's just come out called No Go Zones. That basically how Sharia law is coming to a neighbourhood near you. Hmm. And I mean, okay, what for? What you? What's happened? Well, what we know of Sharia law and what happens and what goes on. Comfort. What's your opinion on that? To be very candid, Sharia law. Somehow, I had. I was speaking about that. Coincidentally, today, and um, Sharia law is an extreme law that does not give, that Im- infringes on your human rights, mm-hmm. your right to do a lot of things. Now, I'm somebody, I believe in decency, and the Bible encourages decency and all that, but Sharia law is an extreme law. And uh, to be honest, I think someone was telling me that um, some parts of United Kingdom are beginning to practice <coughs> Sharia law. And if the government allows Sharia law to pass through and just comes to every one of us, even Brits will flee the country. You won't be able to handle it. A part of the country I come from, uh, Zamfara, and some countries like that, states, I mean to say, in my country, practice Sharia law. Women are not allowed to be... I can't be in this studio with you if there's Sharia law. Oh, no, I, uh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I can't be here if I, if I don't cover my body and you just see my eyes and my nose, um, my hands can be chopped off. So it's the law, the eye for an eye, you know, the one that is in the Old Testament, eye for an eye. Yeah. That's what Sharia law looks like. So it's a very, very extreme uh, part of Islamic religion that I am not sure... Um, Anybody should celebrate it coming, you know, into the United <clears throat> Kingdom fully. Do you think, I mean, my opinion is they should be, well, pack your bags. There's the, there's the airport, see you later. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> near, what you, what's your thoughts, you? Yeah, um, it's, 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 uh, it's not the kind of thing you want to have at all. Yes. I mean, as you say, it's a, it's a massive infringement on your, on your freedom. It's not what Britain stands for. Mm-hmm. And the problem is we've got this kind of liberal elite who are calling all the shots or, or, or trying to call all the shots and say, oh, but we've got to be fair to everybody. You know, this is only being nice and good. And that's mm-hmm. why they're bringing in all the refugees from Syria. Um, and they watch as the rape count goes up massively, you know, in our country and so on. And certainly in Germany and Sweden, the rape, the rape you know, amounts have gone up massively uh, because they've got so many new refugees and now they're not even charging them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're saying that, you know, if somebody comes in from uh, Syria or Iraq or Iran, you know, that, that that's a cultural um, in, entitlement to kind of rape people. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's absolutely horrendous. What the book says is uh, the book is available, obviously, to pre-order details. Uh, Kassam travels through Europe and America's neighbourhoods to where Islamic mm-hmm. law finds uh, itself a part of local communities and, yeah. and ties together well, narratives between their two ghettos and Islamic uh, radicalism. Well, the book, they, now that yeah, yeah. it's forwarded well, by Nigel Farage. That's who's done it. So, but oh, I mean, yeah. it, well, was it forwarded by Nigel Farage? Yeah. So it was the same. No, yeah. goes on. But it's the the start. The, the start cover. Obviously, the cover is uh, 
the Statue of Liberty with a, a veil of like yes, a I saw that. Yeah, kind of thing. Well, did you see the pictures that came from Paris? Incredible pictures. They had to be censored hmm. um, because now, now we don't. They're not even showing anything what's going on in Paris and France. Um, but the amount of refugees that are coming in, all from from North Africa, hmm. and many of them um, were uh, Rwandan as well. And they hmm. reckon that I was one of our friends. In fact, it's actually Jonathan. One of his. He was speaking to a chap. Um, who was formerly in the, the South African SES. Mm. And he was saying that many of them are all kind of fighting age men who, who were responsible for many of the massacres. Who, it's the ones who have come through Europe are the ones who have escaped um, because they don't do any checks and they throw away their passports. So, of course, they mm. don't know, you know, they, but they're actually, men, many of them are the criminals and the, the murderers um, that have come from these countries and carried out horrendous crimes <sighs> and are now trying to do the same in Europe. Yeah. Um, and they're all. They're, many of them have gone to Paris, mm. uh, and to, uh, and they're basically they're basically sleeping on the street. And there were pictures of them half naked, lying on the street, and then sleeping with prostitutes on the street. And people were walking past. And it was absolutely horrifying um, in areas. And these are kind of main areas, and they're, they're just like sleeping in tents on the street. And it's and you don't, and they don't even the media will never show you this. Mm. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to take a brief break because uh, Comfort Dude does have kids to take home. But uh, it's, well, we're going to talk about, or after the break, we're going to, well, we're going to play some music. And after the break, we're going to talk about the, t- the expansion of the 20 mile an hour zones around Edinburgh, which you'd be quicker uh. tiring. Uh, you'd, be quicker, you'd be quicker on a mobility scooter uh, at the moment, uh, <laughs> which is not hard. But and plus, it's less pollution as well. But anyway, we'll, we'll come into that. And we've got uh, Jet 2 uh, have been I've obviously promised, but have unpromised. And we've <laughs> we've got daft tourists in Edinburgh, um, and we're gonna well we'll have a bit of car talk, and we're gonna we're gonna play a bit of song. We'll let uh, Comfort disappear, but she's welcome to stay if she wants to be a part of the show because she seems to be enjoying herself. <laughs> and it's one oh, night on, on you getting some good input here. So yeah, you wanna stay? I I I think we can do this another time. Half an hour. You can't even. Well, what's gonna. <laughs> don't feel don't, don't feel that you have to stay it's been really nice being nah, on the show thank you so much. maybe next time we'll get a manual or yeah. been doing, you can yeah you'll be in uh, the well, next time you yes. can next time we'll get because yeah. uh, we do maybe, see if Jonathan's wanted to tell his date story yeah, yeah. oh that <laughs> I can't wait for that day <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Comfort, most people after 20 minutes in a very warm room with Fraser are <laughs> to the door. So you've done pretty well. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thank you. Well, well, very well. interesting being here. Thanks. Oh, so we're going to let Comfort yeah, go. We're going to play, uh, play Lionel Richie, which is hello. I would yeah. run while you have the chance. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's all good. So thank you for being a part of uh, on our show. All and, right, uh, thanks a lot, Fraser. Okay, we're going to play um, uh, Lionel Richie. Hello, so we'll be back after the break. I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye now. Bye.
Cause you know just what to say And you know just what to do And I want to tell you so much I love you to heartsonlive.co.uk we're, we're sort of going a bit Facebook Live I want to not be on Facebook Live too long because I want you guys to tune in to heartsonlive.co.uk and listen to us on the radio as you do now we're going to talk now Hugh's on the phone hi Hugh you're back you there hello there yep I'm here you're there that's good that's a bonus splendid <laughs> so uh, yeah we've just had the uh, comfort who was uh, joining us for the first half she escaped which is good Aye. she managed to get out of the studio quite quickly <laughs> Quick, run! Nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> so that's what she's done. Um, yeah, so it's all cool. I'm just uh, trying to place my phone somewhere so I can actually just hold it. That's better. That's not too shabby. Not me in the microphone. Anyway, sorry. Um, right, so as I say, we, um, Comfort's is left. We're going to talk about, there's a few things we're going to talk about. We've got Edinburgh's uh, 20 mile an hour zones uh, and uh, 20 mile an hour zones. And you can basically, 
We're quicker at the moment hiring a mobility scooter and getting around Edinburgh because it's just, just slow, dead slow and stop, literally. They're, they're basically expanding the zones out to northwest Edinburgh, like Gostorfin area, East Craigs, uh, Cramond. You drive part 30 and then you hit a 20 zone and you basically just go, well, you might as well stop. You've got people, oh, people in their mobility, mobility scooters overtaking you. And you go, hmm, this is good. But the good thing is, it's probably a better thing as we use mobility scooters because... They're environmentally friendly. They run in a battery, and uh, oh, you probably just a bit quicker. That could be the best option. What do you think? But what about all the delivery trucks and all the vans and people actually have to do something? I could I have get, to get I could somewhere. Probably get a trailer and just or we tow thing. You could build them specifically and just have them. We put your stuff in the back, you know. That's really. true. And when you when you tend to hire a plumber, they always tend to go away to get the parts, don't they? They never seem to have them with them. And always say, "Oh, I need to go and get this," don't they? So they could go to the, to the plumbing shop anyway. Exactly. But, uh, but no, it is it is a bit a bit crazy. I mean, I I feel for the people in Edinburgh now because um, yeah. I I just avoid the city centre anywhere near it as much as I can. Um, I can't stand it. It's just ludicrously slow. It is. It is. I find just. I mean, as I'm going slow, I feel like the revs of the van are just getting higher because your emissions are kicking out the exhaust. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah. It, it's just like, what's the point? I mean, I, I could be flat. I mean, going slow on a, a road, um, it, it's, it's just bonkers, man. It's absolutely bonkers. Um, it's 24 hour congestion it is, it's slower, more yeah. traffic lights uh, totally slow uh, and they wonder why yeah. there's um, it's, and I don't see the point of 20, I mean okay, safety well, they could have speed reducing measures instead of hitting yeah. it at 20 which would be a bit better yeah. or I understand in built up streets yes, that's not a problem but I'm going to, I'm going to end this Facebook live listen, tune in to heartsonlive.co.uk listen to us on the website tune in, download the tune in app there's the Hearts On Live app as well tune in, uh, get that on your phone and listen to us all over the world wherever you are we're live man drink it in man we're live uh, okay I'm going to end that that's cool done happy days yeah but at the end of the day is like, I just I'm driving around I mean I'm going along Queen Street as soon as you accelerate onto Queen Street and something, you're almost hitting past 20 already and you have to stop to slow down a bit, you realise that you're kind of you're like this is crazy, and this is, and you have to realise oh crumbs of I need to get back to twenty miles an hour again and not thirty, uh, and it's kind of it's and it's back and forward and it's bad for your engine. You, you're doing you're driving third gear or second gear, and you're just this really bad for your car, or your van, whatever you're driving, you know, because it's not it should be going up the gears into fourth and driving rather uh, than going back. It's just like total wear and tear. Oh, it's, it's completely crazy. I mean, they're trying to say, oh, it's to save lives. They ha- I don't think they've saved any lives, otherwise they would have publicised it by now. And, 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 and also the emissions, the emissions must be going through the roof. Yeah. And they, I mean, they, they, would, you know, they, they, they put the pollution measurements as mm-hmm. far away from any busy road as they can. And, and even then, they're terrible. You know, there's one year where I used to live at St. Leonard's, uh, just going at the back of near the Pleasance. They put one there. Um, and even that is giving horrendous results. I mean, they could put it up the top of Arthur's seat away from anywhere <laughs> exactly. and it would still be horrendous you know well I was I mean, uh, well I was driving I was driving and a police car in front of me and a car in front of that and I was, I'm driving at 20 miles an hour I'm thinking uh, well if I'm driving 20 miles an hour that's police cars not just driving not, not doing 20 he's doing 30 and they're way ahead of me I couldn't catch uh, no. uh, so if they're uh, what is the, and there was a car in front of them I don't think they, they were bothered to be honest with you they're not bothered yeah. with and then what is the uh, point if they're not you know? well that's what they said most people just ignore it and I mean I know they're, they're putting average speed cameras at the old Dalkeith Road or the bit going out towards the, the you know the Royal Infirmary right. and now that bit just for it's not a very long bit but it's about I don't know maybe a couple of miles 
um, all because they're desperate. And this is what they focus on now to keep people in work. Is let's let's do even more motorists. Well, you know, let's put them out of a job. I was driving. You know, I was doing thirty-two and. I was driving past the. I, I was driving past the other day, and it was a police car parked there. I'm thinking, I was driving past the row of them, and thinking, is this a twenty or a thirty? Because there's no signs at all. There's absolutely nothing. It's a thirty. Yeah, it's a thirty zone in there. I think thirty and zone. And it's just not knowing um, exactly where, if it was a twenty or a thirty. I'm thinking. Yeah, well, that used to be forty, and um, it was easy, and it was quick, and it was no problem, and it worked really well. But that, of course, all changed. But no, I, I just think this is just the prime showing of what why the big state doesn't work. You're propping up people who should be working for the private sector and instead they're just being propped up with stupid jobs, total non-jobs for the state. Exactly. And, it's, uh, and in order the for them to keep things going, they have to come up with these stupid schemes, um, you know, so, to keep them in a job. So the bottom line is, the list of the hat-trick and Fire their ass. Well, fire okay. them, Take fire them all of them. Literally, <laughs> we're going to, well, the, the, the hat well, basically, Edinburgh Council, Fire them. <laughs> well, yeah, it's fire them. Fire the lot of them too. Right? Just take and them in. Privatize them. You yes. know. Well, we're going to the list of the Hattrick and Ramsey, and you know what happens, Edinburgh Council. You know what happens when you make Edinburgh streets twenty miles an hour. You know what happens. You just make the list. You know. <laughs> that's it. They're on the list. On the list of Hattrick and Ramsey unleashed. That's the bottom line. Right, next story. What's going on, man? Next on the car. Next, next story. We've actually got some. There's a new coffee shop opening. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to. Hang on, I've just got to find the page. There we go. Jet Two Holidays. Jet Two have made a complete and utter um, mess up of uh, something. Something which is gen- genuine of of tourists of plane passengers. And uh, obviously, what they've offered is obviously they've backtracked. So let's just say we're going to give Jet Two Airways a complete and utter slagging. Um, which is good. We've got a new coffee shop opening in Edinburgh, which is owned by another person, another airline, EasyJet. So, uh, and we've got some really dumb tourists, and they've also got car talk. So, we're going to talk about, we'll get the, we'll get the Jet 2 over, now I can't speak, Jet 2 done first, okay? And then we'll get the car yes. talk kicking in eventually. So, okay, we'll okay. song. Jet 2, uh, what they did was, there was a, this is good. A furious tourist have give, gave up their seats on a flight back from Tenerife, claim the airline conned them with a string a string of false promises. Now, 30 holidaymakers gave up places on a Jet 2 service to Edinburgh on Saturday night after a stewardess took ill. They claim staff persuaded them to volunteer after pledging goodies, including guaranteed flight to a capital in, in the next day. We also offered free return flights to any Jet 2 destination. But shortly after the plane took off, around 90 minutes late, the tourists said the airline started to retracting the deal. Uh, after taking to a hotel, they were told uh, the Sunday night flight would be taken taken when the, the, to the East Midlands Airport instead of going to, all the way back to Edinburgh. They also said a bus would return them to Edinburgh, uh, too late for many due back to work in work, and the complimentary return flights soon became one-way tickets only. Ian McClellan, 59, a lecturer from Glenrothes, Fife, volunteered. Last night he said they needed 30 volunteers to miss the flight. The Jet 2 staff were asked and they would offer in compensation guaranteed flights to Edinburgh the following evening. Even if they had to charter a plane, they said they'd put us up hotel and wine and dine us. Uh, as a bonus, they'd uh, throw free return flights used within 12 months. 
We thought it wasn't a bad for the inconvenience, but the minutes we arrived at the hotel, Jet 2 uh, told us the return would be, be the last uh, East Midlands with a bus to Edinburgh. We should get, uh, we wouldn't get in until 8am on Monday and maybe people, including myself, were supposed to be working. So, I mean, what do you think of that? I mean, if you're promised an airline, it, it was something that's so genuine because somebody's ill and they suddenly say, hey, you get this, this and this, and suddenly you don't. What would you think about that, Hugh? Yeah, it's pretty poor. They've overpromised and massively underdelivered, and they've had to retract, you know, on everything. But you know, the, that sounds like there could be a major legal case for the kind of things that they've done wrong there. I would have thought it's probably worth pursuing legally or with the, all the kind of regulators that, that regulate the, the air industry and things like that, um, I mean, because that's you know that's against all the kind of consumer rights. Thirty people. I mean, one stewardess became ill. Why does thirty people have to take give up their seats in a plane? I mean, yeah, it seems like an awful lot. I know. <laughs> just, uh, why, why don't they just say, look, we're really sorry, but one of the stewards is out, so it just means we won't be able to deliver so many drinks, or they won't be able to deliver so many, you know, or the food or whatever, depending on how long the flight is. And they probably would have been all right with that. You know? I mean, I mean, 30, I mean, 30 people have been given up a seat for one sure day. I mean, I mean, can't be that bad. I mean, did you have, the, maybe she didn't have those tablets. I mean, so they've been was it, sorry, did you say it was flying back? I can't remember if it was flying back to Edinburgh. Did you say it was flying back to somewhere? From Tenerife to Edinburgh. And instead of going to yeah. Edinburgh, they end up flying to East Midlands Airport and having to get a bus uh, from, which is Birmingham, oh, pretty much, to Edinburgh, yeah. arriving back That'd Monday morning. I'd be going off the roof, yeah. basically. I'd be going... I would just have hired... Uh, say, forget the bus, let's get me an Uber. <laughs> Not the zoo. You're paying for it. <laughs> <And I'll> just... <laughs> just get me the Uber. You're char- charging to J2 Holidays. Do they have... Let's get Uber, Uber helicopters or something. Exactly. Eventually they'll get... Or it might even do Uber flights eventually. Aye. You'll be able to get, a, you'll be able to go with some fun opening. It's just absolutely mad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, they're going to deliver so on what if you wanna, promising. If you want to fly Con Airways, just go with Jet 2, Con Airways. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they always have the... <laughs> okay. We've got... Uh, we've also got... The thing is, they're all... Oh, go Sorry, ahead. No, it's okay. It's okay. We'll go uh, ahead. I remember seeing them at Glasgow Airport. They had a big jet. They'd made a kind of bit round the very far back of all the check-ins. And that was mm-hmm. the Jet 2 check-in. And, and like, you know, all the, <laughs> this might sound terrible, but all the kind of check-in staff normally for all the most of the kind of European uh, airline ones, you know, they're all very, you know, they're all made up and they all look very kind of well-dressed and, you know, very attractive, you know, they all got the, the makeup on and they look really nice and, and so on, you know, kind of like what you're, the idea of the kind of the old 50s style stewardess, you know, and they all dress up for the job. And then you went round and there were all a bunch of really kind of like <laughs> Glaswegians who were kind of like almost wearing jeans and a T-shirt. And like hadn't made any effort at all to turn up for the job, you know. And they were just like, you know, and they were just throwing the suitcases out the back, you know. Like, so you kind of knew it was a budget airline. Yeah, we're, um, going into but, budget, uh, we're going into budget airlines. We've got the new budget coffee shop, which happens to be owned by an airline. Um, the owner of EasyJet, who the tycoon has opened. I mean, he's done a few easy different things of his brand. He's done like an easy, easy shop, like a wee store. And everything's really cheap, cheap. Like, and they've got an easy. Uh, they've opened a new coffee shop it's called Budget Coffee. Excuse me, it's called Easy Coffee. All and right. It's, uh, if you're for those coffee drinkers, I think mean, coffee's a pound. But the question is, I wonder how good it is. I'm a bit of a coffee snob. I like my coffee. You know, you're not a fan of a coffee, but I like my coffee. Oh, yeah, but if you get a nice one, I think if you get like a latte or a, yeah, or a I like a hot uh, chocolate and that yeah, kind of thing. If you, but I mean, you end up paying about four quid in Starbucks for that. Well, I go to, I was at Costa earlier. I mean, I mean, like Costa, I like my Starbucks. Uh, 
a bit of the day, I mean, for a cheap budget coffee, how good is it? That's the question. For a pound, I mean, they are saying that you can get a pound of coffee. I mean, I got McDonald's that does a good coffee as well. You get get it right. Sometimes you get. Uh, there's, but, but I mean, looking that you can. It's Sir Stelios Hadjil. I don't pronounce his name, but I mean, him it owns uh, Easy Jet. Um, and uh, the shop is opened opposite in Haymarket train station. A cup of coffee will, or tea will sell for a quid. I mean, Cup of tea for a pound. That's not bad. That's pretty good going. I know. Yeah. It's almost like Costco, isn't it? They'll get the people in with that. It's yeah. a good way to get them in. And if they do the numbers, they'll make the money. Yeah, we've got you know, if they do a thousand coffees a day, they'll probably make a quid a time or whatever. Uh, and also, people don't just buy a coffee; they might buy something else. They've got they'll buy a donut or a buy a, you well, know a sandwich or something else or a bit of bread. The, or, the problem is there that okay, a cup of coffee or tea is a quid. Easy coffee shops yeah. with food like a ham or cheese toastie costing around three pound twenty. So the food's a bit more pricier than the coffee. Uh, so I don't think there'd be much ham and cheese toasties being bought for three pound twenty. You could buy about three. Yeah, that's quite a lot. You could uh, buy a packet of ham and two loaves of bread and make about several for that. Uh, <laughs> ham and cheese toasties. Well, they've got to be competitive on everything to make yeah. it work. But they might, you know, it's the kind of thing. It's a teaser to get people in. Also, the and then chain, they hope that they'll buy they, something else. They've announced about 200 new stores in major high street locations as it seeks to take on the market leaders like Costa Coffee and Starbucks, uh, uh, although the locations are being kept closely guarded secrets. Mm, just, it could be anywhere, really. So uh, uh-huh. that's... Uh, but there has Costa Coffee have actually taken off because the Costa Coffee have taken over a local Scotmid, which used to be Scotmid in Castorfin. Now that's right. a Costa Coffee. This day, uh, so there's uh, one there. You've got one, obviously, the one at the Guile, and you've got one uh, in Gorgie, which used to be a, Mo- a Morrison's uh, local store, but it didn't work out. It was Blockbuster, then Morrison's, now it's Costa Coffee. So they are pop, uh, they're kind of starting to buck the trend of like the supermarkets yeah. because they're starting to open like little mini, mini shops all over the uh, place. doing a bit more. Uh, well, it's like whenever you go to, I mean, the, you know, the supermarket, the main supermarkets are very good at maybe what they do in terms yeah. of. You know, supplying all these different products, but their cafes, it's like a Morrison's cafe, they're okay. I mean, I think they're probably better than some, but I always find the Tesco's to be pretty awful. And then the mm. Asda's are the worst. The Asda cafes are so awful. Bit, they just don't want to be in there. They're just really kind of, they always feel like it's kind of the last of the last. Uh, you know, it's, it's never, and it's quite expensive as well. They're not cheap. No, they're uh, not. The Morrison's probably has the better deals, but um, certainly Mar- the, the, we not, find that the... Morrison's prices have gone up. But look at the menu, I think, whenever they want to spend that money on yeah. that. But, and uh, they also take we, we use the one at Berwick and they take forever to cook the food exactly. you can wait in for half an hour just to cook some you know chicken thing whatever it is that comes out but, um, but it's so I think it's, it's quite good that you're getting a bit more competition in fact I really hope that Lidl's and Aldi's are listening because yes. I think imagine a Lidl's restaurant or a Lidl's cafe or an Aldi cafe it'd be amazing I mean, think so, of it maybe like 10 pence for a coke or something you know it'd be, it'd be, well, you know, it'd be if you can go if you, if you can get yourself up to uh, if you, get, if you can get yourself up to obviously like Ikea or Costco as cheap as chips if you couldn't get in there but uh, and, but the rest of the place is obviously quite expensive but uh, uh, there's that yeah, there's also yeah. we're going to well we're going to in fact we'll come to uh, we'll do car we'll do car talk now then we'll come to our last interesting story of dumb tourists it's the dumb tourists section <laughs> how daft can you get really I mean unless you need to go to spec savers but we'll talk about that after so we're going to come in with the man it's Hugh Hedrick with the car talk speak away man drink it in
Sorry. Hello there. Hello. Hello. I've never, I've never gone away. I'm still here. You know, it's okay. like, but, but okay. um, yes, well, I've got a, a new car launch. It's coming around uh, about the end of the year, early 2018, but it's been, it's called the Crossland X because there's a current uh, Vauxhall uh, called the Vauxhall Crossland, which is a kind of small SUV. And now the Crossland X is coming, which is going to be slightly bigger. And it's based on the new Peugeot 3008 platform uh, with very similar engines, but maybe a little bit cheaper um, than the Peugeot Rival. And I have to say, it looks lovely. Uh, really nice, nice machine, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And with Vauxhall, it means there'll be plenty of deals ahead. Um, and it should be quite reliable, quite good to drive. And it, it certainly looks the part. Uh, I think it'll be a great car, actually. That's good. Anything else? Um, yeah, there's there's uh, lots of um, really good kind of, um, kind of not, I wouldn't say budget sports cars, but um, there recently I was reading about a test of the new Mazda MX-5 RF, which is a kind of hardtop version uh, of the normal convertible. It's a kind of T-bar roof that comes off. Um, and also there's the Toyota GT86, which has just been revised. Um, and they're around about for the £25,000 although you can get discounts and probably get them from about 21 or less thereabouts, um, you're getting some phenomenal um, coupes and, and roadsters because um, they're all rear-wheel drive. They're great fun. They hold the value quite well. Um, and uh, they're just really, if you want a really nice kind of two-seater to enjoy a nice quiet road, they're, they're really fantastic cars for things like that. I've also looked today, I was on, on Saturday, um, I was looking around the new Range Rover Velar or the Valor, however they pronounce it. Okay. And I have to say, they're stunning-looking vehicles. Absolutely amazing. Um, I sat in the thing, and I just didn't want to leave. I was I was trying to see if I could hack my way into the computer so I could just start it up and drive it out the showroom myself. You know, <laughs> it, was just, it, was just, it was so good. I just didn't want to get out. Um, that I, and I can see them selling incredibly well. I mean, the one I sat in was £66,000. Um, but it felt like that. You know, it, it felt like you're in just the most amazing kind of James Bond car. It has two infotainment um, bits in the middle of the car in, in, in between the driver and passenger side on the dashboard. It has two screens um, and everything's all touch screen. Um, but the quality is really, really good and it, it just lights up. I mean, it's like sitting in a Rolls Royce. It's fantastic. You know, the quality, the, 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 just the feel that it gives you. You just, you just can't stop smiling when you get into it. It's just fantastic. Now, the, the, the cars of today have just moved on so much. So that's cool. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to play one, well, just very quickly, we we'll play a song, then we're going to come back and do Daft Tourists, and then we'll wrap up the show. But just quickly, before I do that, we're going to quickly wrap up. Remember, there is lots of other shows on Hearts on Live, and uh, I haven't got a list in front of me, because I'm <laughs> not multitasking very well. I'm just not diverse enough as a woman. Um, sorry, I'm quite, quite good at that. Uh, you should be in the home, Fraser. I know, I should be. <laughs> yes, I'm not quite, uh, yeah, should be washing dishes, and you know, no, I, won't be, I do wash dishes. <laughs> We'll leave that one there before I dig a hole in JCB. Um, but no, what, what I'll say is, uh, obviously there's other shows, if you're listening on them at 7 o'clock early, if you're up early and you're up having a coffee and you're having your breakfast and you're just not, what can I do? There's not much in the news. Kick off heartsonglive.co.uk and listen to Aloha FML, the main boss, the boss woman. Listen to her show. You'll be cooking my gas for the rest of the day. Uh, you've got Monday nights between 6, 6.30, you've got Life with Comfort. You've got uh, Glory Kings, you've got Nebuchadnezzar, that's uh, Grace, uh, she does her uh, Afrobeats, you can uh, jig, jig along with her music. Uh, I, I'm racking my brains and I'm blank to list them, I know there's other shows, and I'm just going to be going to shoot myself in the head and go, okay, right, okay. But there's there's lots of lots of entertainment here. We, are looking, I'm going to, we might be moving, we're going to do a bit of adjustments and hopefully move our show and see how we get on. 
and take it from there. But uh, well, obviously, there's planning in the works to make it work, basically. Um, but we're going to play another song, which is you're going to get your leg warmers on, you get your lycra and uh, start uh, dancing about because we're going to play some Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. So uh, get dancing, man. Get go for it. Be back shortly.
and welcome back to heartsonlive.co.uk. You're listening to the Hattrick and Ramsey on these podcast show with Hugh on the phone and myself on the mic. Mm. So welcome. Thank you. You there? Hello there. Yes. Back We're going to, you've just been listening to Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Did you have your leg warmers on? You kind of, were you dancing around the room? Get your pom pom. Yeah, we'll leave the pom poms. Um, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about daft tourists and we're going to wrap up the show. Daft tourists, you know, daft tourists. Like, you see a lot of daft tourists, don't you? <laughs> you're, you're okay. <laughs> it's when they hire a car and then they realise they've gone down every no entry street in Edinburgh. Uh, that's when it's that's when it gets a bit of fun. That's when I as I was we've got daft tourists, right? Just to round off the show. Now if you're uh, if you're all ever in Edinburgh and you know Edinburgh and you're on a, a street called Castle Street. Now as you look down Castle Street you have the most perfect view of Edinburgh Castle. Perfect. You can stand and you can take photographs and you can just, you can send it, post it on Facebook, you can share it with your friends and people who, I'm in Edinburgh, this is great, beautiful city, fantastic. Now, there's a shop, a shop, this is a Vodafone shop, which used to be a shop called Licenza, but it's obviously now Vodafone, there's a bit now, it has to add to the collection of mobile phone shops on Princess Street. Not the, there's nothing else really apart from mobile phone shops, so if you're going shopping, you've got a choice of mobile phones, and that's about it. Uh, and maybe the other thing they boots the chemist if you want to get your medication for your, your obviously your problems and your transgender and your maybe here you're just to stop diarrhea, just in case you're going to lose. Uh, you all right there? You still with us? You? Yep, I'm still here. <laughs> so uh, I'm barricading the door now. All right, okay. Well, there there is the the way the shop comes around the corner into Castle Street. Now some of the windows have actually they've got a photograph of Edinburgh Castle on the window, kind of so. And these tourists are standing next to the photograph, taking a photograph with them standing next to the picture of the, the Edinburgh Castle, when the real thing is right behind them. And they're thinking, uh, hello, <laughs> excuse me, uh, uh, you've got the real thing just up there, you can take a nice picture. Why are you taking a picture of a picture? I mean, hello, uh, have you been to Specsavers recently? Do you want to get your eyes tested? Because it's just this big thing behind you. It's going to stick out like a sore thumb by the side of Edinburgh. It's going to be kind of part of the tourists. Will it be tourists go to it? You know, have you not seen it? And thinking, obviously not then. So, uh, so just to say, it might have been easier, mind you. At least it means there's no traffic in the background, though, when they take a photograph of that. So maybe they think it's good enough to um, to convince people that's what that that's where they are. Yeah, well, it's not obvious that they're not because if you're painting over the ang- <laughs> painting of the angle of the photograph, you're going to get the the bottom of the window in the pavement, which could be yeah. a bit interesting with no traffic. So, I mean, really, I'm thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say this. Tourists, listen, daft tourists in Edinburgh, and you got the castle right behind you, and you're taking a photo of a photograph or of a shot window of Edinburgh Castle when the real thing is behind you. You just made the list. There we go. Sorted. That's it done. Happy days. Right, we're going to wrap up the show. We're going to wrap up the show because they just made the list along with Edinburgh Council, baby. Smokey Joe. Anyway, uh, I've been, I think I've had too many of these. I had a kind of these rocket ice lollies. I had one earlier and I've had one before the show. Maybe the colours have just gone to my head, baby. Went to my head, man. So don't forget to tune in to Aloha's show tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. And also, you've got Thursday night with Emmanuel. Sex, love, and relationships. So, if you've uh, got some issues with your 
That's the one that you're always on, Fraser. No, I'm not. You've been on. You've been trying to get on that for two weeks now, and then well, it's never quite worked. We tried to get on last time, but I think I tried to be on the show, not get on. <coughs> Let me rephrase that one. Uh, be on the show uh, last week, but the, with a few technical issues, so it was a bit of a bummer. But uh, these things happen. Maybe this week, maybe next time. But um, we've got we'll be, a good thing about you can talk about your you, your marriage story is rather interesting. So that'd be a good one for that. I mean, how you, you had to fend off the Glasgow mafia just to meet for your first date with Yvonne. That was quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you said I've got a special set of skills. <laughs> 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 and you said we felt better, better they weren't dating the skills, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. You did think was it was it, it was like Italian mafia or something that turned up, wasn't it? Was it? Oh yes, it was. It was. It was but great. that's another story. Yeah, we'll that's talk. You can maybe story. talk about that in the show. We can wonder, maybe if we got Jonathan talking about his date in London, if he's still, if he's still going out with her. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, how was your date? Well. Uh, <laughs> We're only listening to Hard Song Live on the podcast in your <laughs> other ear, so uh, too, bu- <laughs> too busy listening to us in one ear. So what was that? Oh, sorry, you want a drink? Oh, sorry, I'm just tuning into the radio. Apologies. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you for listening to Hard Song Live, and just make sure I, I, mean, I did record it this time, I know that, and I also um, did next time I just got to press the microphone and on. it'll be coming out on a podcast as well yes I need to uh, I've got to come up obviously I've got about got, five or six I've got three need to be. I've got three actually I've got one I've done put out, I've got three to do but just I just need to listen to it for another hour an hour to make sure it's okay and go from there but uh, yeah mm. I didn't unfortunately last week but never mind it happens happens just, but it's all good but hey ho but the other three are very good in this yes, one too that's good but anyway, uh, have a good one, peeps. Uh, thanks again, Hugh, for calling in, and I'll chat to you after shortly. And uh, thanks again to Hearts on Live for hosting the Hattrick and Ramsey on these podcast shows. Speak to you soon, people. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.